You know what I mean? I'm trying to figure out like a better way than just yelling year at the beginning of the show to start the show. So I think me having a intro debate in my head is the best way to start the show. How do you think? Like an intro debate, just just popping it off. Like you don't want to just keep doing the same thing over and over. Yeah, because I mean the intro song, you know, of course, is already. Oh, by the way, the show started. What's happening, y'all? Boy Big Ray, aka the Electric Field. I'm here, my boy Beast Mode uh, but not for real. The intro already starts the song, uh, starts off the show. But like, I gotta find another way to start just without yelling. Year. I mean, I just know that I'm the king of R and B. I mean, I, I heard you hit your little high note. Everyone admits that it was clear as fuck, and I hit it. Don't you do? Don't you? Don't you? <gasps> Ooh, don't you? Excuse me. My noodles kicking back. Don't you? <laughs> Don't you hate when someone's like, when someone's being petty and that was called whatever you're doing little? Yeah. I saw you hit your little high note in your video. I saw your little girlfriend. Yeah, just, it's literally belittling something. Like, <laughs> a little anything. Nah, but uh, how you doing this week, man? I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm good. I'm good. Good. All yeah. right. How's everything going? You know, I can't complain. You know, had my birthday this week. I was informed that now that I'm 27, I can no longer say no cap. I'm too old for that. Really, if you older than 15, you shouldn't say no cap. Well, I mean, one of, one of my older homies told me, and then I asked one of my young boys, one of the dudes I mentor at the church, I'm like, I, I said that as a joke. I'm like, ha-ha. One of the homies said, I can't say no cap no more. He's like, yes, you are too old now. I'm like, look at here, late 18-year-old boy. I had to tell him, like, he's uh, he's trying to, uh, he's getting ready to go off to college. And he started sending out a couple applications, but if he gets a 32, he can go to this college he wants to go to for free. He got a 31 on his ACT. I said, fam, by all means, take it one more time. I mean, yeah, they keep your high score, so you got nothing to lose. You got nothing to lose. Like, the, you talking about, well, I've gone up from, you know, 26 to 27 to 30, 31, so I don't want to mess up my record. Only you are worried about this little record. Nobody else can. It's way higher than my ACT score. We not gonna. You wanna tell what you got? My first one ever. Well, I took it. I took it in ninth grade. First one ever was a fourteen. That was a ninth grade. Yeah. Okay. It didn't get much higher though. <laughs> you said about a fourteen. I got. I obviously got higher than fourteen, but I don't. I don't know where I tapped out at. I ain't. I never got twenty. So I took it in the sixth grade at Fuller, and I got a. I think a twenty. In the sixth grade, mm-hmm. I took it again my senior year. Got a whole lucky number thirteen. What the hell happened? I fell asleep. Son, my the one I scored highest on, I fell asleep during the math section. I just I I didn't want to take the ACT to begin with. Like you I really don't, don't even have to to go to college. I mean, to certain colleges, yeah. Like no, I mean, there's alternative ways to get to the college you want to go to without taking it. How else would you go? Just paying out of pocket? No, I'm just not not off from high school. You'd have to go somewhere first, but yeah. I mean, like, I wanted to take the ACT. I wanted to go to college. But this particular one, I didn't feel like taking because I wasn't, I didn't prepare. I didn't study. I ain't got no classes. I didn't buy no calculator. Like, in the math portion, like, you know, you get to use the TI-83 calculators. And it was like, all right, everybody, pull out your calculator. You heard it, unanimous. Everybody sent their calculators on their desk. I was like, you still had to be there at like 7 o'clock. I rolled in at like 6.59. I found a pencil in the hallway. Like it was just all bad. And I fell asleep. Like I was snoring to the point the girl next to me was like, yo, I need you to stop. 
Yeah, I, I remember the last one I took. I took it at Parkview. I came up there and dumped her. I was my mind was not on the ACT. I saw these new girls. I was like, all right, it's not the same girls I see every day. All right, cool. <laughs> and the math section came. I spent about ten minutes on it. Woke up with ten minutes left. Filled the man. Got my high score on it. It was just like, wow, bro. It was. It was just all. It was boring too. Like I'm. I mean, I'm not. I'm not one for standardized testing. Testing because it's not. It's not standard. I don't live nowhere near a beach. I don't ever go to the beach. I don't want to read no story about no dude going to the beach. I don't want to read no story about a dude growing up on a farm. I don't want to. I just like it's the reading portion was always boring. I I stopped taking science after tenth grade because I didn't have to have it. So I mean, there's just some of the stuff is impractical. Like I'd much rather go. So like you go to a JUCO or community college, get your basics, and then go take what you want to take and pay that big money for classes you actually give a fuck about. Right. Like that's what I was saying. Like when well, you don't gotta take the ACT because you can take the little five dollar compass test at Pulaski Tech and take your basics that transfer to most likely the school you want to go to. Most likely. Well, see, at the time I didn't know. I didn't really know what I wanted. I wanted to teach initially. Then the, like the I so I went to, I went to PT and like took the compass. I was like okay you don't have to take all these basic classes, but like I wanted to I wanted to teach. And then as I was sitting there like learning, I was like I don't really care to teach people because most people like I wanted to teach like tenth grade because that's when I realized like I liked learning by the time about tenth grade. And so I was I was in my class. I was like you know what I don't really feel passionate about teaching people because then I have to follow their curriculum and do what they want me to do. If I'm a teacher, I just want to teach people freely. And so now that I've, you know, grown up and, you know, learned what I want to do, I'd want to teach. Not not teach. I'd want to uh, be a chef. And so had I been, like, going to school initially to be a chef, then I'd be all right now. I mean, I could still go, but, like, that's not, that's not important right now. Like, my, the only reason I really want bless you. The only reason I really want to go to college was I go, <coughs> all right, look. Uh, no, don't start. You get this tissue? No. The only reason I really wanted to go to college was for, so I learned some black history, like in higher learning of school days, and then I wanted to party like Van Wilder. That's it. That's the only I wanted to give my black education home and then party with white folks and pledge. That's it. Uh, I never thought about pushing ever. You wouldn't be a, you wouldn't want to be a sigma. You look like a sigma. I don't want to be none of that. I would have, if I had I gone and pledged, I would have started off as like trying to be a Q and would have ended up an alpha. My thing with fraternities is like when, when they talk about the thing of like, all right, the brotherhood part when you graduate and you know, yeah. like you go for a job and someone's like the same fraternity as you and it's like, oh, okay, because they really, you know, fuck with anybody who was that as well. Yeah. When they get all like, oh, like, that part's cool. But when y'all get all sensitive and shit, like, Q-Dog, because like some dude dressed as a Q-Dog for Halloween or whatever. Yeah. And someone said, hey, bro, they're not going to like that. And dude was like, I'm a grown-ass man. I but, get it. But, I mean, I, I, there's two things. I get that when it's a costume. And then I also get why somebody would get mad about it. Like, that, like, you know, I've, I mean, I, I got, you know, friends and family that have been through pleasure. And what they went through, they was like, I would never go through that again. Like I saw one dude post it. I think it was. I think it was under that picture. He was like, "I've been to two tours in Iraq. Um, you know, basic training as a seal, and I'd rather do that again than play a Jamaica sci-fi." And so whatever they go through, 
it's words and colors in 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 in, in tattered t-shirts. So I mean, I get the frustration, but you also have to remember it's Halloween. Everybody's culture or identity is a costume. Not that deep, because they be like, "Bro, we're a brotherhood, not a gang." And then they do one, <laughs> and they do one thing like. Now, but then he's like, hey, we'll jump you at this party. All right, bro. Not a gang. You can tell me not a gang like you want to. I know what a blood symbol look like. Bro, y'all over here at the party eating air pussy and shit, bro. This shit. Ugh. Corny, bro. I mean, to each his own. I know they all not like that, but. I mean, that, 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 those are the only ones I, you know, you know, Kappas, Alphas, Omegas, Sigmas. And I don't know your other band, your band fraternity or your, I know the Christian fraternity. Um, dang, I said I knew it, and I got Kenny, Kai uh, Alpha. There we go. I know it's Kai Alpha's over at UCA and whatnot, but that's besides the point. Uh, I saw it was on Twitter earlier, not earlier, but I just saw it this week. He was like, "Welcome to my TED Talk." And if you had a TED Talk piece, what would your TED Talk be? I have no idea. You watch TED Talks? Nope. I watch a couple of them. TED Talk is just somebody talking about something that they know about. Like I saw, I watched Kid Cudi's TED Talk. Uh, the guy who answers spam emails, he has a TED Talk. Um, I think, I don't know if it's a TED Talk or just something that they did together, but there was this dude, it was a rapist, and the woman he raped doing like a TED Talk together. Which I don't, I don't see how that, that happens when like they were working together in this. You seem confused. It's okay. Moving on. Um. So, of course, everybody's been aware of what's been happening with R. Kelly and cancel culture over the last two weeks. Um, did you finish the whole document, docu-series? Yeah, I watched every episode. I mean, you still, are you still, you know, a fan of R. Kelly? Are you a fan of R. Kelly? Uh, the whole thing with, like, fan is, like, well, even before any of this came on, R. Kelly was, like, if someone asked me about R. Kelly without all the extra, I'd be like, okay, the next thing. But I'm not just like a, I've never been like a super fan. I don't have like his albums or anything. Like, I, it's a handful of songs I would listen to, but not like every day. This nigga's entire discography is just yeah. in like, and then I don't even like listen to him every day. But like, <laughs> it's not just him, but like, it's everybody he's written for. And like, to me, the only thing I'm really upset about is that we lost Contagious. That's the only, like, Arcade song I'm really hurt, like, dang, I can't really sing Contagious no more. Why not? I mean, because you kind of want to, like, at this point, you want to disassociate yourself with anything R. Kelly. Just because, like, I knew, like, we've known for the last 20 years that everything he's doing is nasty. But I guess we just didn't know the, the extreme details of it. This is my thing, bro. How you were acting before the documentary, you probably should have acted the same way after. Me personally, the way I feel. If you thought the nigga was a monster before, y'all yeah, gonna feel the same way after. If you like a fan or whatever, you not stupid. You know what he's done already. This is n- none of this is new. The cult stuff that Ben came out. Nah, no, I think the cult stuff was more new. Newer. New, yeah, but like the. But 2017, we that girl was on TMZ. We all saw that video. Yeah, but like so that's recent. We we've always, we I've always known about peeing on the on the on the 15 year old, and the Mary and Leah at 16. Yeah, I thought that's where the nasty stopped. 
But whenever something wild would come up about him, I'm like, listen, he did that. I wouldn't put these other things past him. And then once the cult thing happened, like, well, you wilding. And then, but like the the the, but then it was like the details of the cult thing was so like muddy. It was like, oh no, they chose to be there. He wouldn't pick them. They get paid. It's not as bad as they seem. Like it just looked muddy. But you know, the series came out and they explained that it's just that he just nasty. Everybody around him just nasty. Well, that's my thing. That was what we knew of the cult thing. I don't care if it came out a week before the series. Before the series, how you felt about R. Kelly was how you felt. So, I don't see why everyone's just extra all, oh my gosh, I'm going to stop listening. Most of us don't be listening to him like that, no way. No, it's not. R. Kelly, well, I was talking to the homies about it, and it was like, I was something like, I don't really need R. Kelly's sex music in my life. Like, it's not something I just have to have. And it's like, you crazy. Like, if you know, like, I'm not even going to have this discussion with you if you're talking about you don't need R. Kelly's sex music. I'm like, I, I, I just don't. First of all, I don't need music anyway. It's, it's a distraction. Okay, real quick. I tried that one time playing, like, a song uh, during sex, and it, 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 it was all, it was, I tried that one time when I was 17. Never again. Shit was mad weird. And then we both young as hell and I threw on Luther Vandross like I'm 35. <laughs> Bro, I don't know what I was thinking about. What is wrong with you? I'm an old soul. I don't know what I was thinking about. Uh, you know what I was talking about? She had stroke a girl, Stroke a girl in high school. We both in high school. This world will This ain't the wood. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. No, I think she pretty. Man, that was... But anyway, I don't play music during that anyway. But the fact is, like, bro, I don't necessarily need it. But I'm just saying, I just feel like a bunch of this outrage is fake. Yeah, a lot of this... And, like, and, and it, to me, it goes back to how, how some of these folks were raised. Like, I'm not trying to talk bad about your parents or how, you know, your upbringing, but... For me and my household, whenever it came to music, my mom was like, you're going to listen to this music. You need to, A, know the lyrics because she hates when people just like yell along to music. So you need to learn the lyrics. And once you learn the lyrics, you need to agree with whatever's going on in the song. Mm -hmm. So in my house growing up, there was no R. Kelly. There was no 50 Cent because, you know, if you know what a P-I-M-P is, how would you, why would you want to, um, why would you want to glorify being a pimp? She on the low didn't really like Jay Z because of ninety nine problems. But <laughs> exactly, she, so she didn't really she didn't really care for most of Jay Z, especially you know, in that particular song. Um, and then like sometimes we just had to figure out on ourselves. Like she wouldn't go tell us. Like I remember listening to "Today Was a Good Day." I'm like, Mama, what's in that cage? Like I tell you, like you figure it out when you're older. I'm like, I'm like, you can just tell me now. I got to what's in that cage? I know everything else in the song. I, I understand it. And then I had to find a later what it meant to have five on it. But like, but to me, it just like are people not listening to the music that they listen to? Like, I can't stand a person that says I just listen for the beat. Like, that's not true. You can't just listen to the beat and not hear the music. Yeah. Not, not hear the lyrics because that's case, go get the instrumental. You're listening to the words. Like that's not that that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I be. Some people you need to listen to. Like the beat makes it. The, they have a good beat, and the lyrics are tolerable. I put that. Not. I'm not. 
Because, like, when people really try to act like the Migos are profound, like, no, they're not. The beats are crazy most of the yeah. time. But, and the words are catchy at best, but I'm not just like, whoa. Yeah. Like, certain rappers, like, if Jay-Z didn't have a beat, I'd listen to Jay-Z. If Nas didn't have a beat, I'd listen to Nas. You not listen to Playboy Cardi with no beat. I've heard Playboy without a beat. I never want to hear it. Like, when he did a cypher, what was it? Uh, 17? Whenever they did that, yeah, because that was on Triple X is on there as well. Yeah, when they did like the, you know, Double XL cypher, he was, you know, ooh. They all do that same template and wash out because people don't want to hear that forever. And, now, and if they do want to hear it again, they want someone new because you've done it so long. So they put something bright and colorful in front of you and they do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Then you get tired of them. You know, a lot of the freshmen, now that I think about it, haven't lasted over the last four or five years. No. Like, on the, the thing with that one freshman cover with, like, Lil Dicky on there, yeah. everyone was like, oh, well, we're not going to see him. He's probably doing better than half the people in that cypher. It's really just... Um, let me see. Let me, let me, what year was that? Twenty sixteen. Probably it was like him, Kodak. Of of that of that group, let me see. So we had Kodak. No, yeah, Anderson Pack twenty one Kodak. I don't know who this other dude is. Oh, that's Herbo. Not Herbo. Um. Yeah, that's Herbo. So you had Anderson Pack twenty one Kodak, G Herbo, Uzi, uh, Dicky, Yachty. Designer, uh, Davies and Denzel. That's not a bad class. No, like they're all still current for the most part. Um, you don't hear from designer. Everyone clowns on a uh, her both are never rapping on beat. Like when this song come on two K, I just I'm I'm quick to turn it off. But like seventeen's class, I ain't heard from Ugly God in forever. Um, you know, of course we lost X. Uh, have you feel about it? The man passed away um, in a tragic way. Have you feel about it? Boogie, uh, a boogie with the hoodie just had an uh, album come out. Um, I hear PNB pop up every now and then. Tokyo is kind of washed. Uh, Amine, Amine is still he'll pop up every now and then. Um, did you watch uh, Kyle's movie on Netflix? He has some movie called After Party. Didn't watch it. Never, and then I wasn't really a fan of Kamaya beforehand. Like, she was cool. And then, um, Cap G, I, I wasn't a fan of him before. He's got a song that, that I do like now, like, a, called a, a Day Without Mexicans, which is straight. But I'm, 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 I'm curious to see if this 18 class is going to last. Like, you haven't heard, like, I personally just haven't heard anything good out of them in a while. Like, you know, when I say that in the sense of, like, I've been, like, I told myself this year I was going to listen to new music. And so, I, you know, every day I go to look up, like, new releases on Spotify or, like, I'll refresh that piff. And so, I've heard a few new things this year that I was, like, decent. I heard a pump song I can actually tolerate. Um, Smoke Purpose actually growing up. Like, he's not music that I just need in my life, but his music has grown up from what it used to be. J.I.D. is really the only, really, J.I.D. and Namir are really the ones I think are going to snap for the rest of this year and consistently. And Block Boy, I ain't going to lie, I became a fan of Block Boy last year. Yeah, that's cool. 
But I'm finishing that R. Kelly thought I had the whole, as far as the, the whole, how I felt about the whole series, it was kind of like, it was it was weird. Like, I don't know, first of all, putting it on Lifetime would have damper on it for me. How so? They don't take it serious. I, I would take it serious because Lifetime is all about the trauma. Right. Every movie and every series they have is about, you know, trauma of some kind, mainly dealing with women. Like, you didn't need to put that on the same stage and they played that Aaliyah movie. Even now, when the series started, they played the Aaliyah movie first. Right. And it was terrible. So, you're going to remind us of that first? I guess it was to um, set up the fact that Aaliyah was 15, 16 when her relationship with R. Kelly started. I didn't watch it. Someone told me they romanticized the relationship in that movie. I didn't watch it. So, I don't know. I don't know how the relationship. I mean, I didn't have to see the the R. Kelly document docu series to know to know everything about R. Kelly. Like again, I paid attention. Right, and the the victims was like, yeah, it was just weird. I like, I'm glad they all got away, and most of them were okay for the most part. But it's just like, dog, what? Like, I look at the parents, the parents part. That's the part I have the the problem. Yeah, because I can see him. You know, I can see anybody, not just no celebrity guy, but manipulating somebody into that kind of stuff. Maybe not the extremity of that, but just like, oh, like you need me and all that, because that happens daily, unfortunately. Yeah, but the dudes that work at the gas station, right? Like I posted today, like you know, red uh, red flags about a uh, you know abusive relationships. You know, it's it's regular dudes out here doing what I can do. The different the reason why it's super so like. It supersedes nasty, or you know, it's so crazy. It's, it's crazy nasty because he got the power and the money. That's like, the thing, because they don't like you can't you you you're not holding up no girl in shorter garments without your shit getting ran up in. Uh huh. Yeah, you in a studio apartment with all locked doors and security and stuff. All right, and yeah, but the thing is, like, I saw a video of Master P talking about some. He didn't talk about the rest of the thing. He talked about the parents part, and that's what I didn't get. The, the parents on there, that just seemed, that just seemed wacky. Everything's personally. okay when the check clear. That's, that's, that personally, that, that shit was trash to me. All the parents. Mm-hmm. Talking about, oh, I ain't seen one. But then, the, like, the one dude who was like, he took his daughter to an R. Kelly concert after the fact. Wait, after? At, not after, like, after the video came out. After the PM video came out. Oh. Not, mm-hmm. like, after the, the thing. Yeah, but he said I knew he had his allegations, but he was clear, so I thought it was okay. And then he called my daughter, come on stage. I let her go because I was at the concert. I said, "Wait, what?" Nah, son. First of all, if you uh, if you out here like actively searching for the R. Kelly tape now, you're disgusting. And people are like, yeah, it, it popped up on like you know it was on Twitter. Folks were talking about no, I'm looking for the R. Kelly tape on Pornhub and da 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 da. Y'all are disgusting. First of all, y'all are outing yourself as, you know, actively looking for kitty porn. And second, That's why would you want to see that? Like, kitty, that is... Kitty porn, dog. Like, why... What what point will you prove by seeing this video? Like, you don't need to see that video for any reason. So, I'm just like, dude. Okay, so you're going to let your daughter go on stage with our kitty and then be surprised when they exit through the back. Okay. I thought it was cool, though. I feel like most of them just wanted... Because they all said the same thing. My daughter saying. Okay, they all look like they was making little videos on TikTok. 
like like they like none of them probably the next Whitney Houston, but you shouldn't you shouldn't be just throwing them to R. Kelly hoping you hoping you get a deal, which is what I feel like all of them was doing. He's a Pied Piper for a reason. Uh, that's all I Which even like even once I find out what a Pied Piper was, that's just nasty. Yeah, but that's not uh, this is this is strictly apparent. It got nothing to do with R. Kelly what I'm talking about right now. Cause it, I feel like if it wasn't R. Kelly, they would have did that with somebody else. No, nah, I think I think only if it was R. Kelly, like well no, you might be right, because had it been Usher, they might have done the same thing. If they felt like their daughter could get a deal. That's cause all of them why did they all start off with my daughter Sands? It'd been different if like, oh, my daughter was at Walmart and I couldn't find that motherfucker at. I've been like, alright, this nigga is Yeah. Not that I don't think he's not nasty or anything, but it's like, dude. Trying to pimp your daughter out, and then she gets snapped up by a crazy ass nigga because you just want a deal. <laughs> and then other one talk about my daughter said she was gonna end up running away anyway, so we let her go to his house. What? Foolishness. I'm like, so they, they don't know. They just it's it's just more aspects to it that I wanted. I would want people to discuss with this whole situation when everyone's so extreme on one side or the other. They're either like. R. Kelly's a monster, he's disgusting, da da da, I'm, I'm done fucking with him, cool. Or one's just like, fuck y'all niggas, I'm gonna listen to R. Kelly anyway, cool, and there's just no, no one's gonna talk about it anyway, so I just feel like. Can you separate, like, does it, does it depend on what the artist did, but when you separate what the, um, their life from the music? I mean, it, look. Because honestly, I can, like, so I'm, as you know, I'm a Kanye fan. I can separate this whole Trump stuff away from the music. That's different. That's more opinion. And it's weird because someone said R. Kelly did all this and that and nobody want to cancel him. But Kanye did that, which is a way lighter thing. And everybody was ready to be like, fuck him. Well, you know, they, they like they want to cancel, you know, they they've canceled or been canceling Chris Brown for the, you know, the whole Rihanna incident. And if you still listen to Chris Brown, I don't want to, I really just don't give a fuck about you canceling R. Kelly because you a hypocrite. Off rip. But like, uh, uh, but is what Chris Brown did worse than what R. Kelly did, or is it on the same levels? It's not even about levels. It's like if you're gonna say if you listen to R. Kelly, you think pedophilia is okay. You have to say if you listen to Chris Brown, it's hitting a woman okay. That's the if that's the way you're gonna come at it, you got to keep that same energy with whoever you do it to. Honestly, I don't, and I just like when Chris Brown did that, there was an outpour of. Oh, he probably had a reason. Like he did have a reason. Like they got it. They were fighting each other. I don't care. If you hit, if you beat, beat a girl up, beat her up. Yeah. Whether she did it or not, there's more more than one way to handle that. You can if they if one of us if some girl came at me, you know I'm a big dude, and I just actually lit her up with like real life hands. No one's gonna be like, oh, okay, what. Damn, these mo don't lost his mind. Oh, see, now I gotta stomp you out for fighting. Ain't done a woman in front of me. Whatever. Anyway, the the, the action happens, and that's not gonna. You can't. I just say you can't pick and choose. That's why I'm saying cancel culture in itself. Fucking dumb to me. Yeah. You going out your way to try to convince other people to be like, don't do this because I think it's wrong. Like that one. It was a one older lady in the special. They were asking her a question, like, with the surviving people, and she was just like, she's like, older lady, she probably just wanted to she, despite how you feel, she probably just there for music. Um, I mean, that's her choice, but 
you trying to make her feel like a piece of shit is not progressing anything. Yeah. That's why it was a mix of the double down when that and, and like South Park had an episode about that, and it was like talking about a relationship with two characters, but it was referring to like people's relationship to Trump. Talk about you're a piece of shit for listening to him. Da 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 da. So they'll double down, be like, "No, I'm not." But da 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 da. He's the best president. Da da da. It's the same thing with this R. Kelly shit to some fans. Like someone's like, "Oh, Mark is my." I was like, "How y'all you could support this or whatever, whatever." You still listen to him? Oh, you're sick. You must like touch him a little bit. Like, yeah. So no, what's that person gonna do? Be like, "All right, I'm not automatically you right, fam." They're not even gonna try to hear you. You just totally slandered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so that's why I'm not surprised when they said the the song stream spiked. Well, I mean, I know the song stream spiked for like a few reasons. One, people wanted to support him, and two, I guess people, like I said, don't listen, so they had to go back and listen. Yeah, cause I did that. I did that too. Not every fucking song, but yeah. just the just the main ones. Like I listened to like "Scenes Like You're Ready" and "Bump and Grind" to see if it, like if I, if I was like, does this feel wrong now, fam? It seemed. Like, I, I could never listen to Bump and Grind. Seems like ready. Like, once I found out that he was with Aaliyah at 15, 16, he was writing the songs at that time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, knowing he peed on 15. So, all that, it just even seems like you're ready. Just sounds creepy. AJ number to number. Just that, it just that, if that's written down, that just sounds creepy. Because mm-hmm. age ain't just a number, it's a, it's a standard for, you know, for age. Like, it, there's, there's boundaries for ages. It's a kid's menu for a reason. Right, because I don't care how you look. Like, there's, there's some girls, they'll probably, and I'm talking about like, like 19, 20, I'm 25. Yeah. 19, 20, they'll probably be built right. I know a girl right now. She's a gorgeous girl, yeah. built, built right, but she's still 20. She's yeah. going to do 20 year old shit. Mentally, there's a gap there that you just don't want to deal with in the first damn place. Well, see, that's another thing that, um, I thought Nick Cannon was talking to Vlad. That's what he said about uh, about R. Kelly. Is that because R. Kelly is so under you know undereducated, he's not mentally on the level of somebody of his age. Mm-hmm. He's mentally on the level of a 20, 22, you know, whatever year or like in a young twenty year old age. Is that excusing him? No. Because mm-hmm. he grown, he should know better. Regardless of if they in eighteen, nineteen, they are legally adults, they are still children. You a fifty something year old man. You need to act and you know conduct yourself as such. Date women your own age or around your age. Yeah, just because you mentally not on that level. Like even I'm 27 now. I'm not messing with nobody like under 24, 25. Yeah, that's a good. Because like you're supposed to do it like half your age plus seven, but that's just what is half my age? 13. So that'd be 20. No, I'm not messing with no 20 year old. Yeah, that's, that's a sophomore in college. And yeah, that's just annoying. Not even annoying, just messy. It, it's just messy can be annoying. All that, it's just like, and that's happening a lot. Even with, and it, it's about. I mean, I know R. Kelly did like way more, but just that dating someone that much younger, like the game did that game about twenty eight, close to thirty, and he was dating some what India Love eighteen, mm-hmm. like. So y'all letting this cook, like I mean, like we let you know what was it, Beyonce and Jay Z thirty and nineteen, or whatever it is. But like the difference is that they weren't fifteen, sixteen. India Love is eighteen, you know. Um, Beyonce was nineteen. 
they weren't on they weren't on them when they were kids. Kinda like, you know, how they assumed or accused Tiger of being on Kylie when she was seventeen, sixteen. Which he was. Which what? Oh, he totally was. Hey man. Seven years. Ain't no ain't no Bro. <laughs> as soon as she turned eighteen, what the that nigga made a song. She a big girl, dog. Are you kidding me? He said, uh, that's his seems like you're ready. That's his age ain't nothing but a number. He made that like two da- No, the video came out days after she turned 18. Like, he, he filmed that early. And, and I don't even know why people keep going after her because she. Uh, yuck. And, that's because she got the injections. Without even without the injections. Now, no, you, without now the you injections. coming there, you coming in there for that guap. Alright. I mean, hey. But no. Nah, without the without the injections. No, I saw that picture. Yuck. But even with him, she just not like just amazing. Like I was I, like, you bro. know, I've never with the keeping up with Kardashian been on what over ten years. Never seen an episode. No need. I will be seeing clips on Twitter and they be doing the dumbest shit, like talking about why is there ice in my water? Don't be like, this is a fucking show. A show, a whole real show. I've never. Never seen an episode. That's why I don't trust no girl who's who really looks up to one of the following. Griselda Blanco really has an obsession with the cartoon Betty Boop. Marilyn Monroe or the Kardashians. Stay away from any girl who like really fucks with them heavy. Because annoying. Probably a terrible person. More than likely. You know Betty Boop was based off a black woman? I heard. Good old factors that, that they don't teach you in school. But long story short, after you know, are you gonna still listen to R. Kelly music? Oh, really? I'm gonna go out my way to listen to it. Like I don't, cause I don't really now. That's why I just like yeah. Like like I listen to like, like R. The only the only time I you really hear R. Kelly. Is if you listen to the radio, which at this point you should have an ox or you know headphones, right? Or like if you at uh a club or a wedding or something, they play "Step in the Name of Love" in ignition. Like let's not act like R. Kelly's discography is constantly in rotation. It's ignition. I believe I could fly. Step in the name of love. Backyard party. Like bro, and then it's like. Someone can't even. It's the, the extreme part of it is that you can't even say that he made good songs. Someone says he made good. He's fucking sick. I didn't say he wouldn't. I just so if someone terrible makes a song, it's a terrible fucking person. But when you when it hits your ear, you like, oh, this is a good song. That makes you a bad person off rip. Like, I mean, look, your life ain't gonna change because someone is listening. And this whole, you're feeding his power to keep on doing shit. If you have R. Kelly, you've been had it. No one's buying new, no one is buying seems like you're ready right now. Yeah. So I'm like, you had that album for 10 years already. Like, I don't, I'm, I don't, that argument's stupid. So in the streams, maybe, but he seems like he's not smart enough to have his own masters or whatever. He don't, he don't own none of his publishing. So it's still going to the white dude. So you're not feeding him to do shit. Now you go to his show. Okay, well, or, you know, stay in the club when he has a birthday party in Chicago. Women were screaming, take me hostage at that party. Okay, were they, were, were they really saying that or did you just read the headlines? No, they were dead ass saying that. So. 
If you saw this series, why that shouldn't even be shocking, bro. The in the in the lifetime thing, they was walking to this concert talking. <laughs> this one lady said, "Who are we to judge?" A girl said that after the trial, immediately after the trial. So that's not shocking to me. Some people don't care, and that's part of the double down shit. Like on that Boondocks episode, not the R. Kelly one, but another good one was the Pretty Boy Flizzy one. And it was like taking shots at Chris Brown. Oh, yeah. Talking about some, well, he just beat up this woman. Oh, okay. Beat it up, Flizzy. Like, that, that's, that's how some girls was acting when Chris Brown did that shit. Chris Brown did that shit. Oh, we not canceling him. And if you don't, that's fine. That's your option. But you don't like it when someone's trying to make you feel like a piece of shit. Uh, so does someone not get a chance to grow from being from their mistakes? Like, does or is once a woman beat it, always a woman beat it? I feel like you, you can grow. Because Chris Brown ain't did shit like that since. They tried to they tried to get him and stuff. Like, he, he did, like, little shit. Cause it, like after that he kept getting into like little shit, like a scuffle here. Or... But he fight dudes. Dudes can't fight dudes no more. No, I'm just saying like little shit as far as like in the law. Yeah. Like you got an assault charge or you got a little this thing or whatever. So I'm you not saying soldier boy. I, I'm not saying he a constant woman beater because he's not. He really ain't did nothing to that magnitude since. But it was like at what point did we stop bringing it up though? Because I think I think it's like Charlamagne said, this generation would not let Detroit Red become Malcolm X. Nah, they wouldn't. And so I I really think cancel culture in the, you know, again, like I've said before, I don't like saying it. Cancel culture is toxic. It's fun because it doesn't allow people to grow from their mistakes and and become better people, especially if they're already making strides to be better people. I just saw like a good tweet about cancel culture today. And it said it was just like that. It was being toxic or whatever. And it's just like, dog, people going to grow. Now, R. Kelly, he keep doing shit. So, I mean, that's different. <laughs> he said, cancel culture is, is toxic. People grow and change. None of us are perfect. If all of your bad ways were publicized, a lot of people would side-eye you too. Stop acting like you're perfect because your skeletons are hidden due to you being irrelevant as fuck. So, that's more like... Let that breathe for a second. <laughs> I mean, well, look. If, if you weren't so irrelevant. Look, bro. Like, but I think that, that cancel is more like old tweet cancel. Like you said something wild or racist in 2011, but you don't do shit like that now. You were probably doing that as a troll or something then. That, and you ain't did nothing like that, and everybody's like, you stand-up guy since then. That, that's different. Now, R. Kelly... No, no, because they did that to Brother Nature. They did that to Sabrina Cardio. They did it to Kevin. They did it to uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy dude. The James Gunn? Yeah. I forgot what he did. He just had a bunch of like dumb pedophile jokes. But, then but like, it was a lot of them, like 13,000 of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, dude, that stuff... Like the, and the Kevin Hart thing, oh my gosh. Like, we went over that, yeah. So fucking stupid, bro. Like, you're not gonna make me apologize again. You're making the block line. Like, I, I, I already felt bad about it. Like, okay. If he, if he never apologized, cool. But if he apologized once, 
Mm-hmm. And he didn't do it again. What what is he apologizing again for? But everyone did the headline and everybody is really ready to cancel Kevin Hart for some reason. His movie just did really good. The yeah. upside. I didn't watch it. I was going to see it. He was tag team with Brett, Brian Cranston. So. That don't mean nothing. Good. Yeah, dude. No, it don't. Yes, it does. Just because you're a good actor. Just because the good actors are in movies, yeah, doesn't mean it's going to be good. Not, not that it's going to be good, but I'm talking about the output of people want to see it. Got different crap. Because mm, Transformers is one of the worst series ever, but people pour out to see it. That's what it's because Michael Bay. We want to see stuff blow up, and people want to see. I don't know why people. I don't know why like people don't want to act like they don't want to see giant robots and explosions. Not the same. It's not even the fact that I think I'm explaining why I fucking like <laughs> Transformers. But besides it being the same movie over and over, very racist. And really? Oh, yes. You haven't seen the robots with the gold teeth oh. chucking and jogging, bro? <laughs> I remember them. Now, those I was offended at. The Samurai Transformer? Yes, my carburetor. I said, are you dead ass, bro? And so I'm sitting there, and it took me out the movie because it's like uh, the two Transformers with the gold teeth talking about yeah, I, I wish a motherfucker would have went on me. And, and these white and people. And they were kids' souls. That's what it was. And, oh, and, my God. And the white people laughing their head off at that shit. And I was like, are you fucking serious, bro? And he does that every movie. And if you're a woman in a Transformers movie, I feel sorry for you. Because you're just going to be. Megan Fox, as much as she was putting in all the promos for the first movie, didn't do shit but be on that motorcycle. It's like, bro, you just are you just trying to get what the fuck are you doing with this? <laughs> like, so the whole Transformers series is trash. But this is the thing, but back, but not, not getting too far off. Cancel culture, period, bro. Are you canceling Transformers? <laughs> I can't. That's the thing. That that's my biggest point. You by yourself cannot force every fucking body to cancel something. I don't, well, I mean, you know, people behind you, they can cancel something. They Cause, can. Because they got, hold on. And this is this is the good thing about cancel culture. Or, you know, the the um, the good thing about, you know, uh, collective out, uh, collective outrage. That's what I'm looking for. Collective outrage. They got Sonyata Brown out. They're going to get her, they're going to get her released. And, you know, uh, was it August? You know what I'm talking about? The Centoya Brown. I'm I'm I know I'm saying her name right. What'd she do again? She was, you know, she was a victim of human trafficking. And she ended up killing, I think, the guy who it was either her pimp or the guy who bought her. She killed one of them. And, you know, they sent her to I think twenty five to life. And it was like that's messed up. You know, y'all she was a victim and now, you know, y'all are blaming her. And so I think she was at. I think she's already served ten or fifteen years at this point. Mm-hmm. And they were like, you know what? Enough people are yelling at me on Twitter. Let's let her out. Yeah, I heard a different side of that story. But yeah, so I don't want to. That's a little too problematic. I don't want to touch on that because <laughs> I'm I'm not up to date on it. So I don't want to speak on that side. And I don't even know the side of my damn self. And then you know, I'm not jumping on either side because I ain't looking to it myself. So I'm just like, cause everyone's saying like what you said, and then they, then the other side I'm hearing about that's deeper into it. It was like, oh, 
so that's why I didn't really just jump on it. Yeah. So, but but you know, if if you know if that the straight and narrow of it, then you know, great. You know, she shouldn't be in there if that you know exactly what went down. But the my my thing is, yes, if you know a bunch of people get together and like cancel something like like that, that's not really cancel culture. But, but I mean, a, a group of people can get together and change some injustice. But so, but yeah, a bunch of people coming together and getting someone wrong, wrongfully convicted out, you know, that's great. But I'm talking about like something like someone not being able to like put music out or whatever and stuff like that. The way you do things now, even if you got someone taking off Spotify, Apple Music, whatever, there's so many ways you can just put music out. And if you got fans like that mm-hmm. who don't give a fuck, they're going to listen to the music. Do you, do you have any confidence in this new uh, R, not R. Kelly, Michael Jackson documentary that's coming out? Every time someone... T- it, 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 please tell me Lifetime not doing it. No, nah, this is some new somebody else is doing it. I think... I don't know, I forget the names, but they're doing, it's called Leaving Neverland. This is about, you know, two victims who, you know, say Michael assaulted them. But, like, my thing is, every kid in that case, you know, has already, you know, admitted. And, like, even the even the ones in this, in this particular documentary admitted that nothing happened. They lied because their parents made them lie. Mm-hmm. Like, at, at what point do we stop, like, at what point do we stop digging for digging for dirt? And it's like, what you gonna gain at this point? It's, it's one thing if he was like, you know, still around and still doing it. Man, died ten years ago. Has it been ten years? Died in two thousand nine. Dang. And it's like, what you gonna do? Cause I'm, I, I love Michael Jackson music, but like similarly to R. Kelly, as far as in my rotation, I'm not listening to Michael Jackson every day. It'll bite me. It'll, it'll, uh, Michael Jackson bug will bite me, and I'll get to you know. Yeah, that's it. Be I'll, I'll hit the I'll hit the thread. I'll be like, all right, you know yeah. what? I mean, listen to my for a minute. So it's just like, <laughs> what's the point of that? What you? No. So it's just like, but I feel like it's kind of the same with R. Kelly. Not as far as who did what. I think it's worse than R. Kelly because I think the R. Kelly situation is worse because R. Kelly R. Kelly is, is alive and continuing to do these behaviors. Michael Jackson. Was accused, acquitted, and like found not guilty in, in in every essence of it. Like there were like he had the the R. Kelly song "You Are Not Alone," but other than that, there are no like you know every, everyone involved in the case was like, yeah, this was you know just an attack. This wasn't true. I mean, not in that sense, but more in the sense like okay, the. The reaction after the the case started and stuff, but a bunch of he didn't do that. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about that that aspect as far as like a bunch of people like he didn't do that. Oh, what the fuck you talking about? Niggas lying. And I feel like it was the same with the R. Kelly thing, but it probably worse with the R. Kelly thing. It was because it was video evidence. Yeah, I'm not about worse as far as like the <laughs> the people saying he didn't. Mm-hmm. It was even bigger like. What are you talking about? Because it was it was, it was hood rats. Michael Jackson had a bunch of different fans. Like, it's like, oh no, he didn't do that. But R. Kelly said, "Is like, what are you talking about, my nigga?" <laughs> but nigga. see, that's the thing that they were saying. Like, because it's you know, 
he was attacking it and abusing, you know, young black women and no one cared. And to an not even to an extent, that's true. That's true. Because, you know, if he did, like, we, like I said, if he did all that to all white girls. Let an Audemars ass to come out the closet. Oh, yeah, because it's like, dude, he would have been out of here. Wouldn't have been no trap in the closets. No. And that's the thing. That the wildest part about it, while he was like holding that trial back, this nigga still putting out hits, making us forget. Some. But like, yo, this nigga on the trial and drop Step in the Name of Love and the Ignition Remix. I'm not trying to be rude. I'm like, damn. This nigga like, do not care. What's Series it? just came out and you at the club. What's it called? Uh, uh, what's his name? This is a comedian. He 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 made a a funny truth in in, in regards to how the me how the media and the news handled uh, when they discuss R. Kelly. They always say R. Kelly did something terrible and tragic, and then they play ignition, and then they go talking about the yeah. Uh, my sister talking about that. Like you can't you can't play the most upbeat you know happy party song in, in a tragic moment and expect people to pay attention. Imagine them playing the entire series with the ignition instrumental in the background. You not taking it serious. That's what they basically doing when they do that. It'll be like, hi, my name is, and I met him at 17. And I, I can't even fucking talk. So it's like, that's basically what you're doing. You're trying, you're trying to be like, he did all this and this and be like, but did you now usually we don't do this. But like, <laughs> Dog, you can't do that. You can't play. You can't try to be like this man's terrible and play his hits that get that people have memories associated to. Like they played. My sister went to a father daughter dance. They played "Step in the Name of Love." Damn, I believe I could fly was in Space Jam. You got Space Jam is one of my favorite movies ever, bro. Or we got the Concord Elevens because of Space Jam. Son, every time. Like when I hear that one part, it's an instrumental part. It's like, dun, 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 dun. and but I believe I can fly. And I remember I was like four with my space, my Toon Squad jersey on. Wish I still had that bitch. And then I'd be dunking on the little goal I had in my room. I if I could see it, and I'll be so it's like, it's like, um, that I hope that nothing happened to Seal because I like his version of the fly like he. I want to fly like But that's the, that's the thing, bro. It's like, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you bought a song, you you gave that person your money already. Mm-hmm. It's like people who burned their Nikes after, talking about after, after the Kaepernick thing. That's what I'm saying. You delete that song, you gave them the money already. Now, if you still listen to it, it's all a moral thing. Now, I'm saying, that's why when people say, like, you're giving him more power to do something. Like, you go to that nigga show, that's, yeah. that's giving them power. But... You bought that album 10 years ago, you can play that bitch a million times, you ain't getting no new money off of that motherfucker. So that's why I'm like, it, it's a moral choice. And it's like, sometimes, like this, and this, it can be, if you still want to listen to that, you can be respectful about it. Because some people, like, who probably went through abuse and yeah. see this R. Kelly stuff and be like, oh my gosh, I'm disgusted. You're going to be, you don't want to be the, the, the wild some, dickhead, yeah. like, Oh, y'all ain't trying to step? My It'd be bad. like, Alexa, play, like, that joke. It's like, bro, if you still want to listen to him, that, that's not going to, you, you're you not going to get out the car. It's not like weed, and you come in the house, 
You just listen to R. Kelly? Like, you can't... <laughs> that's not how that... That's not how that shit works, bro. So if you still listen to him, I mean... I mean, that's on you, but... If you... I don't know. It's just, it's just a moral thing at this point. Either you're going to listen to him or you're not. That's why I say cancel culture... When I say y'all pick and choose who y'all want to cancel or pick what y'all want to cancel, like... Remember that Pepsi commercial came out? Pepsi commercial. It was Kendall Jenner. Oh, yeah. Man. <laughs> she walked up to... I guess it was like... it was uh, The scene was... For those who ain't seen it, it was like... Because it was here and gone that quick. Yeah, it was like... It was like the scene after a cop shooting. Like, there was no body on the ground, but it was like a protest. A bunch of black people on one side and the cops on the other. She walked up to the cop from the black side with a Pepsi, like... Well, it wasn't even was, just that. So, like, she was doing a photo. It wasn't even... It was a... It was a. It wasn't even a cop shooting, but like it was just uh, people were protesting cops, and mm-hmm. so the protest is going on over here. She's having like a whole little photo shoot over here, and she keeps seeing people walk by with signs and all that kind of stuff. And so she takes off her elegant gown that she was modeling and puts on jean, you know, puts on jeans and a jean jacket. You know, she gets become one of the people, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, she becomes one of the people, and everybody's like, yeah. You know, peace, love, you know, all that good stuff. And then she hands him a Pepsi. Like, and the cop's like, you know what? This is it. No more issues. Pepsi saved us. And it was just, they said it was making fun of the black girl who stood in front of the cops. And it was, it was just, to me, it was more, more, it was more, it was just tone deaf. And to me, it was more people disliked. The, the gender, the gender Kardashian so much. I think that would make, like it was, the, the commercial wasn't bad taste. But I think the outrage was so, uh, was so magnified because they just generally disliked the gender Kardashian. It, it was, I, I, well, obviously for me, it was more like bad taste and it was just stupid. And yeah. also with the gender Kardashian thing, it's like that SpongeBob episode where <laughs> they was practicing and they got, they finna start fighting that's one problem. He's like, no, people, let's turn it off. And it's like the lady, oh, so now the talking cheese is going to preach to us. That's basically how they feel. <laughs> like, oh, the Kardashian dinners are going to save us all. Great. Oh, gosh. I didn't watch one time growing up. So. And that's on you, bro. Oh, yeah, but off the cancel culture. Because I think that's it for me, cancel culture. Uh,. Your boy Soldier Boy said he had the best 2018. What the hell did nigga do? I don't know. He came back. He had the best comeback. Did I heard that. He said, Tiger? Y'all talking about, talking about Tiger? I had the best comeback in 2018. You didn't have no you do do. You do do. Come on. Come on. But no, but like, also, <laughs> what I know, he tried to make that video game console. He didn't try. He made it. And then Nintendo said, uh, run me my check. It looked just like a Nintendo thing, wasn't it? It looked, it looked just like a Wii U. And then I think it had, like, you know, I think he stole some intellectual properties when it came to the game. But, like, Soulja Boy had been talking about for years he was going to make a console. Like, to me, Soulja Boy had a lot of potential to be um, the bridge between hip-hop and video games. Like, he was one of the first people. He was really one of the first, like, internet, YouTube uh, rappers, 
Like, I remember yeah, he like the, his early videos. He had that six X black tee in front of his house. Like he was one of the first ones to do it. Like now it's easier to be an internet, but back then for someone to take time to go to MySpace and watch your shit. Yeah. But now your shit can be playing on six things at one time. It could be on Snapchat real quick and then they'll go to your Instagram or you can make a YouTube channel. Yeah. But for someone to go to your MySpace and watch your shitty ass 15 HP point and shoot. But like he he was like one of the first people I heard of to actually get paid from YouTube. Because mm-hmm. he made a video talking about y'all make y'all you know y'all comment on my videos, y'all be hating on me. I get ten cents a view, or like whatever I think, whatever like ten cents, twenty five cents, whatever it was. Like this was back like early back when he was like beefing with Ice T and all that kind of stuff. But he was one of the first people, like first rappers I saw like going to like gaming events. Like this is early, like Gears of War, Gears of War Tyler. He would go to MLG events and you know he would you know he was a hip hop gamer per se, and for whatever reason. Like, he just didn't tap into his potential as, you know, that gap. Like, he didn't, and he fell off, like, clearly. And then, you know, he went from being Soldier Boy with the snap, the, you know, the snap rap to Trap Soldier. And it just, he been fell off. And even, I don't know what comeback he talking about. Yeah, because he looks terrible. Soldier Boy look like, flavor, like a young Flavor Flav now. He looks like Steve Francis. Steve Francis. You know who Steve Francis is? Basketball player? Yeah. He looks awful. Bad. He looks better. He looks like he don't clean himself up. But there was one point in time, he was like on that crack. He looked real bad. He looks like he don't clear it up now. Yeah. But he was one point in time, he looked bad. I mean, some people look nuts in the video he was talking and he, and he was on. Yeah, he looked like someone put the Asian factor on him. Like, it was bad. And that's why I'm just like, what kind of comeback is you talking about? Now, it'd be great if, like, some hip-hop dude said, all right, I'm going to get into gaming, but in a way that's not, I'm going to do something that's already been done type shit. Like, I'd rather, me, I'd rather work on creating my own game. Like, I mean, 50 Cent did that. You remember them? I do. That's what I meant to say. 50 Cent games was actually tight. Like, the first one was a little cheesy, but Blood on the Sand, I didn't get to play. I, I heard one of them was terrible. The first one was terrible. What bulletproof? Yeah, it was terrible, but it was fun. Like we, I get like you get what he was doing. Like it was like a, like a James Bond type of game, but like with a hood dude. But it was fun to play. I mean, I'm not like being older. If I try to play that now, I'd be like, oh my god. But looking at it then, and like like a, a 13 year old, yeah, that was dope. Like yeah, it was dope for us, especially because we listened to dude, and now we can play as him. Like that, that is probably great. Like, yeah, they're probably not a game that would age well. But I like that because it's like someone being original. That's 50 Cent. Yeah. He's not trying to take something that's already done or whatever. Like, he's doing that. Like, that's why it's like, oh, my God. It's like, that's why we don't see, you know, like Def Jam and the... the Fam, I, I, they, they talked about uh, Fight for New York or Fight for whatever about a year ago at this point. And I ain't heard nothing else. I need to know what's going on. Because it's just an idea. For like they were saying they were gonna do like a they was gonna bring static shock back or live action static shock. And I'm like I've seen a live I've I say this with echoes. I've seen I'm there's a live action static shock on YouTube now. It's uh the dude Black Master Don't you? And him and his homeboy are doing like they made a whole made like a little a YouTube series with Static Shock and his uh his friend Craig Lips being named Freedom. 
And so I mean, it, it's it's what you expect from like a a uh, indie indie series. It's not that good. The dialogue isn't amazing, but like it's it's cool and fun to see. That's why I'm like with the black hero thing. I'm one of those people who like I'd like to see more, but more as in like either they're already black. Or it's something new. You don't got to make nobody black for me. Okay? I don't need Superman to just show up and be black one day. I don't really... I mean, there, there's already a black Superman in the comics. That's, that's what I'm saying. If they're already a thing, cool. But you don't need to... I don't need to watch Justice League and see this white-ass Superman. And now the next time I watch it, it's Michael B. Jordan. I don't want to need that. I don't need that. I don't need that. I don't need... I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like them forcing... I don't like forced diversity. I like for it to be organic. Like I was watching Atypical, and the the cast it looks organic with with the way they have you know the 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 school. Like everybody looks like there should be a black kid here, an Asian kid here. They like everybody looks like they're supposed to be there. I don't like when you like you give me the black person because you have to give me a black person. I don't need like stereotypical you know women in my movies. I don't like I don't like that. I don't need you to force anything like, and that's any ethnicity or orientation. Like some people, I notice like, you know them little Flash and Arrow shows on the CW. Yeah. They have a bad habit of forcing gay people into the show when they don't need to. Yeah. Because it's like I don't care if a character's gay, but if if they're if they got to be because you have to it has be, to fit the narrative. Yeah, you, you have to be like gay for a reason in a TV show because it's like. If if there's no reason for them, there's no reason to talk about their sexual orientation at all, gay or straight. Yeah. And so it's like it, it, they won't just force somebody to be like, "Hey, I'm straight." If you said that, I'd be like, "That's dumb." Why would you say that? If you say to say, "Hey, I'm gay," and just continue the story and don't do anything romantic or anything, it's like, then why'd you tell me that either? Yeah. Because the worst example I saw, and I, this was like on the Flash, and it was the police chief, and he was like. Can you guys hurry up with this paperwork? I need to get back to my husband. And he was, and I was like, okay. And then at the end of the episode, his husband gets captured and killed. So what was the point? Of that? <laughs> what what was the point of even saying any of that? Yeah, that's like people like that. That was that was one um, issue that somebody had with Black Panther. Black Panther is perfect, except there's no trans people in it. I get it. I and, and this this is speaking from somebody who, um, you know, grown has grown up essentially without representation in, in movies and cartoons and all that kind of stuff. Like a black dude, I'm a big black dude at that. We've got Fat Albert, Cleveland, Cleveland Junior now, uh, and Cedric Jim Turner and Biggie. That's about it. And Little Red. We got Little Red now. But what I'm saying, <laughs> like I understand how representation it, it, it matters. It does matter. That's why, you know, it's great that Doc McStuffins is like one of the greatest TV shows and it's a little black girl who's a doctor. You know, Dora the Explorer. You know, uh, excuse me. Boy, well, I remember that. That, came, that was big when it came out. It's, I mean, it's still pretty big. Like, to me, the Green Lantern is Hal Jordan, not the white dude that it actually is. And so I get how representation, how representation works, but like, it's supposed to and I don't, want, I don't want you to force it. I want it to be organic. I don't want you to, 
just give it in here because like you're checking off a box list or whatever. Alright. Color our man, please. Like, <laughs> like, like I wanted Green Lantern to be John Stewart or whatever. John Stewart, my bad. No, you said Hal Jordan. I was like, that's the white one. That's the white one. So that's why, because I'm like, and that's the thing, and it don't matter because Green Lantern is not one dude. It's a bunch of them. You could yeah. have made it one of the freaking aliens if you wanted to. So it was like. Just don't ever make it that suit again. Oh, my gosh. That was the second worst superhero <laughs> movie I've seen. The second worst, the first worst. Catwoman. Catwoman with uh, Halle Berry? That was god off. I don't think I've actually seen it. <laughs> don't do it. All the early Marvel movies are trash. Like the, Oh, yeah, like the first Punisher. Punisher. Catwoman. Daredevil. Fam. Oh, my gosh. But y'all, that's y'all's Batman now. That's y'all's Batman. The first Hulk movie was trash. Oh, terrible. Are you talking about the first one with like Lou Ferrigno, or are you talking about Edward Norton? No, no, like Lou Ferrigno stuff. That that's you know that's that's, that's, that's cult classic. That that's. Are you talking about Edward Norton? No, not the one with Edward Norton because that one actually started the MCU. It was one previously, which is hilarious. That Norton started the MCU. That and that's how if if things would have went out the way he wanted it to, War Machine would be fucking Terrence Howard. I think I think Terrence Howard costs too much. He said he wanted his own franchise. That's exactly why he said he didn't do it. He wanted his own franchise. Like, he wanted a War Machine movie. And he thought he was going to get it. And I'm like, what the fuck? I Could you it. imagine Terrence Howard and Infinity War? <laughs> what are we going to do about that? I was like, what are we going to do about that? That would be the greatest <laughs> shit. Hold on. I'm about, to, I'm about to give you a C. Hold on. Hey, Tommy, man. Rogers, that's his man, Bucky. What we gonna do, man? I need you to talk to, talk to me, man. What do you want? What you want, Tom? I've been black all this time, and I ain't know about Wakanda, man. I <laughs> know about Wakanda, man. T'Challa. T'Challa. You supposed to be my brother, Wait a second. Wait a second. I don't got no light skins in here, T'Challa. T'Challa. Why don't you give me a room up there? And now just stay up there while y'all fight. I gotta talk to Cookie. I gotta talk to Cookie. <laughs> 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 no, honestly, if they were to make a War Machine movie, I'd watch it. Yeah. Like, if you give me Young War Machine or like, because I don't know if they could do it with Don Cheadle now. You give me like... Why not? Good because of money or something else? He died just getting up there in age. I mean, if he liked it, if he, if he liked me, I don't think John Cena John Cena has done like a lot, low key. But just talking you about mean, his like actor wise, yeah, just his whole career. So it's like if he just wants to do one thing now, I mean, you know the greatest like movie flip that uh that and that people don't really talk about. So this is all this is all topic on like a tangent. So you seen Trainer Day with Denzel and the white boy. Fast forward, because like the white boy's a good guy. He's like, you know, do the right thing. Fast forward, he's in another cop movie where he plays a Denzel character. And I think, I think Don Cheadle's in it. That's what made me think of it. What movie is that? Uh, it's like Brooklyn's Finest or... Um, I'm not entirely sure, but it's a... 
he plays the, you know, the, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? He plays the Denzel character when he's trying to, you know, get the drug money. Yeah, it's Brooklyn's Finest. What is his name? What is that actor's name? As I pull him up, Ethan Hawke. Yeah, because I was thinking Wesley Snipes' first movie out when he uh, got out of jail for tax evasion. What were we talking about prior to this? What we talking about? I don't know, man. Oh, Terrence Howard and Infinity War. Not. So I just saw Miles Morales in um, Superman Spider-Verse. Superman Spider-Verse. Well, I'm wild. Mm-hmm. I'm wild. Yeah, my sister said that was pretty good. You enjoyed it? Was. It was. I need to see it. It, it definitely... It was it was good. Now it did get kind of a little repetitive, but like I, that that was. With that kind of movie, I can. Well, no, it was it was intentional because it was it was it was making fun of like all the Spider Man movies. I they have to they have to keep reintroducing the fact that you know I'm Spider Man. I'm in New York. My 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 uncle died. I got superpowers. I get up and fight all the time. They had to, they they kept doing that, but they were doing it for every Spider Man that was in it. Okay. But like it, that, that's the only problem. I'm like, eh, but. <laughs> It was good though, and, and again, representation matters. Because he's both black and Puerto Rican, and throughout the movie, you know, he speaks English and Spanish and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why, I like, if it, if you're gonna do black representation, like, be it like, that's why I loved the Static Shock cartoon because it was such a real like black dude. He 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 liked basketball, but it didn't circle around his goddamn life. He was smart. Yeah, and he just. It was like how most black families act. The only thing that was, besides him having fucking powers, was the way his mom died. Jesus. she died? When the bang baby thing happened, I think. No, it wasn't even that, because she had already been gone. There was like a huge gang ride. Oh, yeah. I remember. Yeah, and she she was out trying to help people, and she got killed. I mean, you guys, I mean, a superhero's not a superhero unless somebody in their family or close to them dies tragically. You really got no reason. I ain't gonna lie. Right now, you gave me superpowers, and I have no terrible backstory right now. And I hope to say that one day. But you gave me superpowers, I'm not gonna have nowhere to be like. Like, if I have superpowers, nigga is gonna hate me. Because. Because, <laughs> like, no. Nigga, I'm just thinking. Think about, think about your normal life. Okay, everybody, you chill. Everybody, family straight. You just kind of doing your thing. And you just minding your goddamn business. And now you can crush a building with your bare hands, or you can run really fast, or fly, or just really stop shit. Because wherever there's heroes, there's villains. So if I got these powers, someone got these powers with that bullshit on their mouth. So you gonna want me, who's just chilling? I'm just like, hey yo, come stop this. I'm like, bro, I barely want to go to work. So you telling me I now have the want to? Like no one talks about that. Think about all the superheroes, like, okay, they all have this crazy story, and it's usually, like, from, like if outside of the ones that weren't born like that from birth. Like, okay, I'm 25. I pretty much know where life about to go. <laughs> now I get hit with powers tomorrow. A man who barely wants to go to work is now expected to stop villains at the drop of a hat. If I'm playing, I'm be playing Red Dead Redemption, <laughs> and my phone's gonna go off, and they're gonna be like, "Oh my god, this is gonna be like, bro." After I collect this bounty, I'll be right on my way. Worst superhero ever. I see it right now. <laughs> I don't want free shit for doing nothing. Like, hey man, I saved someone like three months ago. 
you really can run this free of charge. Like, what's it going to cost? <laughs> That's kind of how Luke Cage is. That's why he became a hero for hire. Niggas got bills to pay, bro. Like, they want you to do that shit for free. What the? <laughs> so you want me to go to work and not? <laughs> I do wonder if you're like superheroes have to pay bills. They do, unless the tax money go into it. Like, hey, you can, I don't even need a light. Just keep my shit on. <laughs> Just give me a, a decent house. And keep, you don't even got to be on mansion. You don't got to be a mansion with, with a big old B for beast mode and open the gate. I mean, if you want to do all that, fantastic. But if not, and you just give me a normal ass house to where I can walk in that bitch and it's furnished and my lights don't cut off and my water stay on, I'll be like, hey, we good. So if someone run up in here, I'll wash them with my, you know, magnificent house. So, if that's the case, it's my magnificent house. My magnificent house. So, is that to show the magnificent beast mode? Yuck. <laughs> I'm not a magician. But it's okay. I seem like one of them. That title come with a cape and a top hat. Yeah, I'm just my my powers is super ma- all magic based. I'm a fucking sorcerer. Look like Power Rangers Mystic Force out there. You're Doctor yep. Strange. Uh, no, not if I'm Magnificent Beast. I wish I was Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange is actually dope. Yeah, but I'm Magnificent Beast, and that's not Doctor Strange. That's not dope, though. But let me see what else. So going back to, not necessarily going back, but Nick Cannon and Dame Dash talked about R. Kelly and, you know. Um, did you get a chance to watch the video? I watched the whole thing. So besides the R. Kelly thing and the whole, you know, you got to ask Jay-Z about Foxy Brown. How do you feel about, you know, what, what Dame was saying about being your own boss and that kind of stuff? Okay. Those who don't know who Dame Dash, Dame Dash... Uh, along with Biggs and Jay-Z saw Rockefeller in the late 90s early 2000s. You know, he's the one dancing on in videos after Diddy did it. I mean, yeah, I mean, if you, if you, I feel like if you can be your own boss, go for it, but don't, you know, destroy yourself trying to do that when you, like, in a good place right now. I mean, if you want to keep, like, because on Breakfast Club, when he was talking about that, Envy kept trying to be like, uh, okay, but what if you can't do that? And, and Dame wasn't trying to hear it because Envy already kind of came at him all kind of crazy. He got all salty. So, if you you can't get mad at saying someone saying, I don't want to work for someone else. Why would you get mad at that? Because, I mean, you're not a man. You're not a boss. You're not hard. Yeah, but before you started all, before he even started in all that, Envy got mad. That's because 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 on the low, Dame came for Envy's son. Because Envy because Envy's son wanted to work, uh, like his dad at the radio station. But since uh, Envy didn't own the radio station, Envy working for another man. And why would you want to tell your son to work for another? Yeah, man? I get why I they was. To, you know, I see why they was both mad. But yeah, so, I get but, it. But either either way though, it's like all right. Yeah, you you can't. You're not, for the most part, you're not going to start off with your own fucking business. That's just not how life works. I mean, you can. You can. I mean, and that, and that's what, that's what the argument was. He can because he did. Yeah. I mean, he, he went and, you know, he took, you know, whatever he did, you know, he took the work, flipped it, you know, and then, you know, from moving from the block to the boardroom. And if I can do it, why can't you do it? Why won't you do it, per se? Yeah. 
And a lot of some, some sometimes people get scared because you got to go to uncomfortable places to get to know them. If you're comfortable doing A to B every day, and now you got to take a huge dramatic exit to try to do something new and build something for yourself, some people are scared to do that. Yeah. Because it is a risk at some point, depending on if you like, even if you like halfway there, like think about like comedian or something, Kevin Hart or whatever, he was like selling shoes or something like that. And he probably had like a steady thing going, but it's a comedy thing, okay. That's scary to be like, fuck my job and I'm going to do this risky thing and hope it yeah. takes off. I mean, because I was watching Insta Famous the other last night on Netflix, which is, I don't know if it's a, I don't know if this is uh, it was just basically a docu-series, like, little, like, non-activity segments about Instagram-famous people. Like, uh, they had F. Jerry, Ha Ha Davis, Fatboy SSE, uh, Dan Rue, and uh, the Black Dude be one. Like, they just had, like, little glimpses of them. And it was just, like, they all, you know, said, basically said the same thing. They put this stuff on Instagram, saw it pop, and they just, you know, they ran with it. They took, you know, they took a chance to, you know, invest in themselves. And so, in a sense, that's what we're doing. We're investing in ourselves by doing the show. Mm-hmm. And as soon as it pop, I'm out this thing. Pretty much what I That's why I, I, I try so hard not to say my name on, my, on the name of the job I'm at. Oh, you said it before. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not no big deal. But I try not to just say it over and over and over. Yeah. <laughs> just like. I haven't said where I work at. Yeah, well, just like whatever. But I mean, um, being your own boss, I think, is essential, you know, to any person growing, you know, growing in life. And not even like if you're, if you don't have your own business, just be the own boss of your life. Like, don't let someone else's decisions dictate, you know, how you move. Don't, um, don't depend on somebody else's approval to do what makes you happy. Yeah, like, it's a mindset first before you go do that. You can't not be a boss in mind and just get your own business and hope it's going to succeed. Right. You're not a boss, you're not going to be able to hold that. Like, like when people be like, okay, everyone's getting an apartment. I don't got one yet. I mean, if you don't got one yet, don't move into something shitty just because. Yeah. <laughs> now, if you get uh, you got money to do it and you just wait. Some people stay there because they want to get a house before an apartment. Yeah. So if you as long as you got a plan, that's the thing having a plan. Now if you're not just not doing shit because it's just like oh, sitting at home, your life moves past you. Basically, I mean don't do that. But I mean <laughs> like try to I mean you know shit happens. Sometimes you just can't do it at time. So whatever happens, but you know you just gotta adjust and move around. Right. So before we get out of here, you um know, like I said earlier, I've been listening to music. You listen to anything new? No. Oh, wow. You still still listen to the same nineties. R&B. What's crazy, I listen to that, but I listen to older stuff more than that. I listen to what's, uh, so today I listened to, or earlier, whenever this comes out, I would have listened to the new Comethazine album or tape, whatever it's called. It had like 10 or 12 songs on it, but it was only 17 minutes long. <laughs> what the fuck? Like one of the tracks was definitely like a minute 48. Like, it, 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 I'm confused as to how there's more music, but less of it. Like, because Blockboy did the same thing. It was a seven-minute EP. It was a seven-song EP, and it was like ten minutes. 
Like, seven songs should really be, you know, three and a half, four minutes apiece. That should be 20 minutes worth of music. When you think about it, most songs uh, <laughs> that come out that are new now don't be three minutes. Like, to me, like, ah, my ear. For me, it's always been, or I guess, hook, verse, hook, verse, hook, maybe a third verse. But, like, even if it's just two verses, that's a good 48, 64, 128. Like, it's a, it's a good solid amount of music. But, like, this whole, you know, mic, like, it's not even microwave anymore. It's, like, deep fried. Because deep fried sounds way bad faster than microwave sometimes. I, I think. I don't know. Hmm. But, like, it's so, like, quick. Because it's just, it's, I don't get it. Like, that's the, like, that was, a, I was listening to podcasts earlier. And they were talking about that's the problem with Future. He put out so much music that now it's to the point where, like, we don't, your music really ain't hidden. And Future don't talk about shit. So, uh, Metro Woman was talking about he records 30 songs a day. About what? Like, bro, that's only like, like when Migos for Culture 2, they said they only spent 45 minutes on each song. Somebody we can tell. That's every song. Migos I, has a template and they do the same thing every song. So you're not a Migos fan, that's what I'm getting at. I don't dislike them at all, but I'm not going to sit here and be like, like, they made a new a style, but they haven't done the same thing since Did the they time. make the style of the Soulja Boy make the style? Uh, Music that they're doing. Because that was one of the things Soulja Boy talked about a while ago. And he was on No Jumper. He's like, a lot of these dudes I birthed or you know, I gave um, a platform to, and now they just like, you know, it was, it was Migos, Chief Keith, um, when I think of Migos, quote unquote, style the guy, it's the. No, 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 that. Yeah. Soulja Boy. I know Soulja Boy songs, but I just can't think of one where he did like that. Now, if they took something else from a different part of his style, I wouldn't be surprised with that. I guess the extravagancy. I mean, I wouldn't even say they got the extravagancy from him. I would say they got it from early hip hop, Ric Flair. So, Ric Flair drip. Whoop. Which is better, Ric Flair drip or drip too hard? Uh, I think I drip too hard. Sorry, you get the biggest of deal back in the store if you want it. I thought that was Young Thug for the longest. Some people do start sounding the same. Cause I remember when the first, I don't know how long the, the Dream been making music, but his was his, his first big hit that I remember was Shawty You Was Ten. And when I first heard that, I said, damn, Chris Brown voice sound high. <laughs> I don't know how you mix up the dream with Chris I miss Brown. But that Because that was like his okay, I at hear the it. time. I hear it. I hear it now. Now, if I heard, now, I don't hear falsetto and think that's Chris Brown. But actually, that's, I, that's really a vibe. I ain't heard that in a minute. But I saw it on, on, some dudes on Twitter made a sex playlist. Like that was one of the songs on there, but the people saw R. Kelly was like, "Uh huh, take that R. Kelly off." I think it was like Kanye song. I don't know what track it was. And that's another thing on the quick another line about the cancel thing. You can't have cancel songs. 
So I mean, if you cancel the dude, <laughs> you cancel the dude, and he wrote these songs that you didn't even know he wrote. You are you still feeding into his power? Or are you still the, if you gonna do that? You need to cut everything off. You can't watch Space Jam. Can't. Or like the Pepsi thing. I mean, I'd rather not watch Space Jam because it wasn't the best acting, but but it's a goddamn classic. Your secret stuff. You want to be bigger? <laughs> that shit. When Charles Barkley came to the court, and I don't know where they got that girl from, he's like, "You're not Charles Barkley," because he's after he lost his talent. Yeah. So he was like hooping with him, and he like missing yeah. wide open shot. <laughs> he got his shit beat by a five six girl, and he was like, "You're not Charles Barkley. You just want to be. He looks like him. You shouldn't be here. Break out." You want to be? Be gone! You want to be? Be gone! <laughs> Alright. <laughs> and with that, we finna be gone. Remember? <laughs> hit us on the socials. You know, Beast Mode Lee, The Electric Field, Back of the Class Podcast. Hit the favorite, support, all that good stuff. We out of here.